here's a great idea to ease consumer frustration. Don't let engineers, especially engineers whose first language is not English, write product manuals for Americans. Now, don't get me wrong. I have friends who are engineers. I have the greatest respect for engineers. But let's face it. They speak a language unknown to most humans. Let me give you an example. For the last two weeks, ever since I charged the battery, my Shimano DI2 gear shifters on my ICE VTX World Champion Edition haven't worked right. Not worked right in that the front derailleur wouldn't shift down into low. Ordinarily, living in Illinois and riding mostly old rail line paved trails, that wouldn't be an issue. But every now and then, I have to pedal up an incline, some of them short and steep, and that's when low gear comes in handy. Now, before I lose everybody, I realize I'm speaking a foreign language to those who aren't bicycle aficionados. Now, this is unlike engineers. They think everybody understands them, or should understand them. Okay, for those of you who haven't ridden a bike since the days of your single-speed coaster brake grade school days, the bicycling world has evolved. First, we went to 10 speeds with those little lever gear shifts mounted on the cross tubes, like the one I bought at Kmart for $59 and rode to classes at Southern Illinois University Edwards Hill after discharge from the Air Force. Riders shifted the gears by pushing those little levers back and forth, which pulled a cable and miraculously the gears changed. Although it was cheap and heavy, it got me from apartment in town out to campus and back much faster than walking. Decades later, with increased disposable income and bicycling friends leading me astray, I moved from bike to bike, seeking lighter weight, faster speeds, and longer distance. This search led me to my last two-wheeler, a famous brand carbon fiber frame with high-end components. Shifters were no longer shifters. Now they were brifters. Brifters are combination brakes and shifters. So the same levers at the ends of your handlebars that you pull back on to brake are now also shifters. You tap them up and down to change gears. And that 10-speed clunker is morphed into an 18-speed zoomy. Ah, but then a serious bicycle crash, resulting in two shoulder surgeries, led me astray again. Seeking to lessen shoulder, wrist, and posterior pain on an aging body, I discovered the world of recumbent trikes. Now, a recumbent trike is as far removed from the trikes you rode before you graduated to that single-speed coaster brake red western flyer as the high-end carbon fiber two-wheeler is from the Western Flyer. After owning two lesser model ICE trikes, ICE, by the way, stands for Inspired Cycle Engineering, I made the plunge and invested a chunk of my children's inheritance in an ICE VTX World Champion Edition, so-called because for two years in a row, 2018 and 2019, it won the Human Powered Vehicle Association 100 kilometer that's 62 miles for you Americans, closed circuit race. This little black rocket ship has lost the shift levers, lost the rifters, 
It has little buttons, one on either side of the handlebar. Those little buttons you push to shift gears. A little battery and a little box under the frame provides the power to the derailleurs to shift up and down. And a rider only needs to charge that battery every 800 miles or so to keep on shifting. Ah, but if the battery goes dead, the rider is stuck in the last gear he put it in. This can be very unpleasant if you're stuck in a very high gear trying to go uphill or a very low gear trying to go downhill. So I'm pretty good about ensuring the battery is charged. You ask, why does anyone need electric button shifters? When my friends first started getting them on their new high-end two-wheelers, I questioned the same. I thought, what a silly way to spend your money on something you don't need. Uh, but then I got the VTX. Smooth shifting. Effortless shifting. Cleaner lines. No levers hanging off the ends of the handlebars. You get the idea. A stick shift Chevy will get you there, but an automatic transmission Cadillac gets you there in style. Same concept. Now that you know what a Shimano DI2 electric shifter is, we'll get back to why engineers shouldn't write owner's manuals. So my new VTX gets delivered by a semi-truck from Wisconsin, 500 miles away. Did I mention these trikes are rare and hard to get? even harder during COVID. I strip off the box and packing and stare in open lust at this low-slung beauty. I pull a set of pedals off one of my other trikes and install them on the fastest trike in the world. My breath comes quicker at the thought. Oh yeah, for you non-cyclists, fancy new cycles, whether two-wheel or three-wheel, don't come with pedals. You get to pick which kind you want and install them. Pedals installed, I take my new love interest out for a quick spin around the neighborhood. Oh my God, she's fast. She's nimble. She's everything I've dreamed about. Back home, new acquisition safely secured under lock and key in the shed. I pull out the owner's manuals and commence reading about the electric shifters. No, I said reading about, not learning about. I go back outside, pull the trike out, and start looking for the little box that I'm supposed to plug the charger into. I look at the front. I look at the back. Where the devil is the box? The illustrations and directions give me no idea where to find it. Eventually, almost turning the trike over, I find it. The rubber flap covering the charging port is so tiny, I need tweezers to get it open. The charging plug will only insert one way. The port is so small that even with my reading glasses, it's impossible to see which way. I finally get the plug seated and continue to read the instructions. Complete gobbledygook. Something about a green light will flash, then a red light will flash, then both lights will flash, then they will light steadily. It goes on. Pressing the button on the box will set stage one or stage two or manual. No explanation as to what stage one or stage two or manual is. Hey, I'll just plug it in and let it charge. 
hour or two later, unplug it, and it works fine. Eight months later, I've recharged that battery several times. Works perfectly each time. Last week, I recharged the battery. The next day, out riding the Metrolink Trail near Belleville, Illinois, my hometown trail, I hit the downshift button. Down one gear. Down another gear. Down another gear. But when I get to the last gear, the front derailleur hasn't shifted. Only the rear. Well, that's wrong. It's supposed to shift down. I tap the button time and again. Nada. Grunt up the hill in a gear higher than I want to be. Oh, well, I'll try it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes another ride on the trail. Still won't shift. Rather than try to decipher the engineer written manual, did I mention, by the way, that I'm a journalism major? I post a plea on the Ice Trikes Facebook page, describing the problem and seeking help. One kind gentleman responds. He says, check the plugs, make sure they're tight. Sometimes they look like they're plugged in, but not in all the way. He then went on that if it doesn't work, Download something to your PC and see if the app recognizes blah, 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 blah. You get the idea. Must be another engineer. This one, a computer engineer. Okay. I check the plugs. I unplug them, reinsert them, jam them tight. Nope. Nada. Still no granny low gear. As for downloading the app, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that ain't going to happen. Give me up. I just put the trike back in the shed and figure I'll figure it out another day. So yesterday comes. Beautiful fall day here in southwestern Illinois. Leaves at their peak. Mid-60s. Sun beaming down. It's time to ride. I get back from my ride. My wife is still at her meeting. I decide, okay, this is the day I'm going to fix this doggone gear shift. Thinking about it, 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 it's either a 45-minute drive through rush hour traffic to the St. Louis bike shop that works on ice strikes, or I have to figure it out myself. I pull out the manual. Push and hold the button twice. Nope. Push and hold the button for five seconds. Nope. Why are the red and green lights both on? Push some more. Light goes off. Light goes on. Light goes off. Nope, still ain't shifting. Push the button on the box and hold the shift button down. Is that what they mean? You get the drift. Pushing buttons, holding buttons down, lights flashing. None of this makes a lick of sense. Wait a minute. Does stage one mean the rear derailleur's locked out? Does stage two mean the front derailleur is locked out? Does manual mean neither's locked out? Who knows? At any rate, after 15 minutes of pushing buttons, stopping to test ride, and shift up and down the alley. Success! I'm so proud of myself. I fixed it. I fixed it. I didn't take it to the bike shop, only to feel like an idiot when they would take 45 seconds to push a button a couple of times and make it work. Have you ever tried to explain to your non-cycle riding spouse why you're so proud of yourself for fixing something on your cycle? Spouse gives glazed look and asks, why do you wear those ridiculous-looking tights when you ride in cool weather? All of this goes to explain why engineers shouldn't write instruction manuals. Unless they're dual English majors. 
but I've yet to meet one of those. This is Bill Enyart with Reflections from the River. You can find my website at billenyart.com. That's B-I-L-L-E-N-Y-A-R-T.com. You can email me at bill at billenyart.com. Audio production is by Tom Calhoun with paguytom.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.